2: on we got to be
1: together
2: we all fall down.
1: Welcome to This Is Civity. I'm Gina Valeria. This is Civity features people who are building relationships to dismantle inequities and strengthen communities grounded in respect and empathy. In this episode, we explore the seating civity partnership with the Champaign-Urbana University YMCA in Illinois. My guests are Jess DeVries, Director of Immigrant Family Services at the Y, and Cynthia Marksteller, Global Engagement Coordinator and AmeriCorps VISTA Coordinator at the Y. Welcome to you both. So I guess I'd love to talk a little bit about the work you've been doing and the work you're doing. And uh, Jess, if you'd like to start.
0: I work with the New American Welcome Center at the University YMCA still. Um, I am the director of immigrant family services there. And so what that means is I mostly coordinate our immigrant helpline. That's a helpline that serves immigrants mostly in Champaign County, but throughout Illinois as well, if they happen to call us. Um, We serve immigrants who speak English, Spanish, French, Chinese, and Kanhobal and Lingala also. Um, And we're mostly a referral service. So We have information about all the different services that are offered in Champaign County, and so we connect people to what would best fit their needs when they call us. Um, And then with COVID, we've started doing a lot more direct service work also, so that's mostly looked like um, either serving immigrants with our um, Immigrant Relief Fund, so that was giving them direct emergency cash assistance, or helping them fill out applications for other types of assistance through the state or through other local organizations or private funding. And then another part of my work is I coordinate our welcoming collaborative, which is what we mostly um, kind of worked with civity with, and so our welcoming collaborative is a group of about 40 different organizations in Champaign County, mostly in Champaign and Urbana, those the two cities in the county. Um, And it's a group of a lot of different places, so park districts, libraries, the cities themselves, um, faith organizations that coordinate Welcoming Week. And so that's a week long series of events that happens in September, meant to welcome immigrants in our community and make it just a more Hospitable place for immigrants in general.
1: Thank you so much. I want to jump in in a moment. I have so many things I want to learn. But Cynthia, I wonder if you could talk to me a little bit about the work you do.
2: I was with the New American Welcome Center as a VISTA alongside Just, but then I transferred over to being the Global Engagement Coordinator at the Y and also the AmeriCorps VISTA Coordinator. So as the Global Engagement Coordinator, I have curated programming that supports our partnership with the YMCAs in Sierra Leone, which is a country in West Africa. And the program is called Y Global Connections, and it is connecting University of Illinois students um, that are affiliated with the University Y with youth that are in Sierra Leone affiliated with the YMCAs there and it's connecting them across um, a communication app called WhatsApp and there is relationship building aspects to the partnership as well as conversation across global topics addressing issues that exist both in the Champaign-Urbana community as well as kind of our country as a whole and um, they also exist in the Sierra Leone community so it's kind of identifying identifying those those common issues and then talking about how they're navigated in the different spaces um, and kind of the efforts to combat those issues globally. that is what i'm doing with global engagement and i also help to coordinate an annual international dinner event that we have every year at the Y um, which is a large event where we encourage volunteers to bring a dish to represent their culture and share and then there's also a lot of times cultural performances um, that participants can enjoy while they're eating a really diversified meal on their plate and so that's a really great event that we host annually and then with the AmeriCorps VISTA coordinator part of my job. Um, We have two VISTAs at the University Y, actually with the New American Welcome Center, Um, and then there are VISTAs at a handful of other organizations throughout the Champaign-Urbana community, Um, and so I just kind of bring all of those uh, together. We're actually still kind of in the recruitment phase because COVID has kind of strung that out a little bit more than desired, but just kind of bringing that group of VISTAs together, they're volunteers at different organizations and letting them know about each other um, and about the work that they're doing in the community.
1: So. Well, so you both are doing a ton of convening work and a ton of like weaving, fabricy, connective type work, which is obviously very civity. Um, so the VISTAs, you said they're volunteer organizations?
2: Yeah. So AmeriCorps VISTA is like a year-long service program, um, and you can be placed at different organizations throughout the United States. Um, but we are lucky to have four Different organizations, five, including the Y, um, that are hosting VISTAs, so volunteers at their organizations. Um, and so I'm just kind of bringing everyone together and I do kind of boring stuff like monthly reporting and
1: stuff like that as well. <laughs> That's all. It's a boring, but it's so critical, as you know. Yeah, um, for sure. <laughs> totally. So Jess, I want to jump back to you. And you talked about... Uh, you're doing more direct outreach. And my question was, you know, uh, you have these resources. How do immigrants find you or how did they find you before you began the active direct outreach?
0: That's a good question. So the helpline at the Y is actually kind of the older part of our new American Welcome Center programming. So it started back in 2010 um, and that was started by a group of students at the Y who just wanted to do more direct work with the immigrant community outside of campus. And so... That um, has been a part of the community for about 10 years now. And so people kind of know what La Lina is. Um, if they've used the service before, they usually tell their friends, like if their friend is looking for any number of things, they're like, oh, you should call them. They can probably help. And so that's how most people do hear about us. Um, we also, when there's not a global pandemic, we go out into the community a lot, just at different outreach events and set up a table and tell people about what we do. Um, So I think that mostly by word of mouth, maybe by seeing us someplace, um, we're pretty active on Facebook, just trying to tell people what we're doing and that they can call us if they need anything. So I'd say those are kind of the main ways that someone might get in contact with us. In
1: California, or at least in the Bay Area, I don't know of any whys that are connected with universities. Um, So I would love to talk a little bit about how that works and how much participation, activity, and connection there is between the students and the why.
2: Our why is positioned on the University of Illinois campus, which is really convenient when it comes to interacting with students. And so the YMCA has... Just correct me if I'm wrong, but 13 different student organizations that are connected to the Y, and then we also interact with students in ways of um, providing intern opportunities and volunteer opportunities with um, helping to create and be kind of outreach members um, with the programming that we have at the Y.
1: Jess, anything you'd like to add? To give you a
0: little bit more background, um, though, university-wise are becoming more rare. I think there used to be a lot more of us. And I, if at last I heard, there might only be eight left in the country. So... When you walk into our space, we're not what you would expect. We always tell people that we're not a swim-in gym. Why? Because we don't have a pool or a gym of any kind. We have Tai Chi classes on Sundays, um, but that's the only kind of workout like experience that you'll get at our Y. So it's um, not something that I had ever heard of before finding the university Y, but it's pretty special and I like it a lot. So
1: I love that. What would you think? What would you say before I jump into sort of how, how you and Civity work together? I want to get a little bit more idea of your community. What would you say are sort of the biggest challenges or major issues your community faces? And this can be in any context, it can be in the NAWC context, the YMCA, the global context, the student, the, the wider community. I don't know, whatever comes to your mind, what do you think the biggest challenges are that you're grappling with?
0: I work pretty much only with immigrants right now, and so. Um, The biggest challenges that they're facing are COVID. Um, They're one of the hardest hit populations by the pandemic because um, many don't have any safety net. Many can't receive a lot of the different um, benefits that many of us have been able to receive, like unemployment or a stimulus check. And many of them are also essential workers. So they're still on the front lines every day or they're in positions where they've lost work. Um, because restaurants closed. Um, And so the biggest challenges for them have just been like buying food, paying rent, paying utilities. And that's still ongoing. I'm still hearing of people every day who maybe got work back for a while, and they've lost it again. And so it's just not really getting any easier. Um, And then I guess the other thing that um, I think the why at large is facing just based on some conversations that I've been in, um, for why USA. So the, the national why is just trying to figure out how to respond to and adapt to some of the things that are happening in our country right now. I've been a part of a lot of conversations where they're trying to figure out how to support everyone who comes into the why, including like black members and how to, um, stand up and take a stand and, um, yeah, just respond to what's happening in our country. So those are two things that come to mind for me. Thanks. I appreciate
1: that. Thank you. Cynthia, what about from your perspective?
2: Yeah, I feel like jumping off of what Jess was saying. Um, I personally have grown up in this area. I grew up about 20 minutes south of Champaign um, in an all-white, homogenous rural community. And so um, I have a lot of passion toward, um kind of enfolding community members and and bringing people into a space that they might not naturally find themselves. And so that as kind of a personal drive on top of um, just really needing to, it's been a long time coming and I think the Y needs to start reacting and implementing different procedures and approaches um, when it comes to serving everyone in our community and making everyone feel welcome. That's something that we say, but I think that we really are taking it seriously and wanting to move toward putting action um, behind our words. And we recently were awarded a grant called Healing Illinois um, that we are in a pretty intensive planning process um, and it will roll out at the beginning of next year, but it is all around creating um, comfortable, safe spaces for people to have conversation um, around. We're going to be looking internally at the why and the programming that we're putting out and the community members that we're serving and how our approach is throughout all of the different pieces of the why, because Jess and I are in two kind of sectors of the why, but we have so many ways that we're branching out into the community and we want to make sure that across the board, um, we are kind of having a a racial appropriate lens um, when we're doing so.
1: I love the word you use, enfolding people into Like that is what I haven't utilized yet or heard you used yet in this space and I love it. Um, and, And also the point you make about we say a lot of things. There are a lot of phrases. And a lot of yeah. We'd love to do that, but really trying to figure out how to make it happen. So I guess the the other question I want to ask both of you and uh, Cynthia. Let's start with you. Is what did bring you to this work? You say you have a personal mission or personal goal to make this happen. What where does that come from? Yeah. So when
2: I originally started at the Y, I was with the New American Welcome Center, and it was after I had graduated from the U of I, um, and I had the opportunity to study abroad um, multiple times during my undergrad, and I really wanted to actually work abroad, but my family is in this area and I'm from this area. So I felt like I wanted to kind of leave a mark here and also invest in the international community here um, in a way that I hadn't prior. And so that's kind of what brought me to the Y in the New American Welcome Center. I was really in love um, with the work that the New American Welcome Center does. And as a VISTA, I kind of was in the background of that, but it was really great to see work alongside the people that are pushing that work forward every day and then there was kind of a natural transition to the global engagement coordinator because one of the countries i studied abroad to um, was sierra leone so whenever i became aware of the partnership i was obviously very interested and it was is a partnership that has existed for about six years um, but there wasn't a lot of capacity to give attention and intention to the partnership. Um, so I was really drawn to kind of rebuild and refocus a foundation for that partnership. Jess,
1: what about you? What brought you to this work? What, what's the personal mission behind behind your drive?
2: I found the
0: why in... I think May of 2018, I started as an intern to finish up my master's of social work there. Um, and when I was looking for a place to do my internship and I saw the why was an option, I was just surprised. I didn't have any idea why a Y why would be looking for a social worker. Um, so when I learned more about the New American Welcome Center program, which is w- what I interned for, I was so interested and it was some work that I had already done in the past. I'd worked with immigrants. Um, both at a clinic that served a very large population of immigrants and then just at different volunteer or other internship opportunities in undergrad. And I wanted to continue doing that work. So then when my internship was coming to an end, they were recruiting for an AmeriCorps VISTA. Um, So I turned in an application for that and I got to do my VISTA year alongside Cynthia um, and got to do a lot of grant writing for the program as a VISTA Um, And I think that really helps you kind of care about and grasp and want to feed into the mission of something when you're writing grants for it. Um, And so it's been fun then to transition into being a staff member because some of those grants that I worked on, I've been able to jump onto and actually like propel that program forward after we received grants. And so um, I just, I really love the work and I really, really love the people at the Y, both who we serve, but then also coworkers. It's just a wonderful place to be. And so They definitely keep me coming back.
1: You're listening to This Is Civity. I'm Gina Valeria. We're talking with Jess DeVries and Cynthia Marksteller with the Champaign Urbana University YMCA in Illinois. So let's talk about your uh, your um, project with Civity or your partnership and relationship with Civity. How did Civity inform your work or how did it enhance or play a role in in what you're doing? And I believe. Jess, are you the right person to start with?
0: Yeah, we got involved with Civity
1: through one of those grants
0: that I was talking about. While I was a VISTA, we saw in Planning Welcoming Week, we saw a partnership come up between Welcoming America and Civity, And so we were interested in um, applying just to kind of get some support uh, with Welcoming Week and planning similar events. And so we applied for the opportunity and received it. It ended up being about a year and a half after that Um even though we only we only thought we were going to get to work with Civiti for a year, but it ended up being longer. Communicated back and forth a lot with a few different people at Civiti, planning welcoming week, talking about how to, you know, have conversations across difference, how to engage people, and then in October of last year, so 2019, Malka came out and did a training that many of the different partners. Um, who planned welcoming week events, they came to the training. Once the training occurred, how did you see
1: it incorporated into the work
0: that was being done? Cynthia and I have talked about this with each other a lot. There's just different... Um, activities that came out of that training that we both go back to over and over again because they do such a good job of sparking conversation um, and they're really great icebreakers. So anytime there's a group and they're like, oh, we need an icebreaker, I always pipe up and ask people to share like, oh, what's something that you do every day? Um, It kind of catches people off guard because it's not the normal icebreaker. So those are just small ways that it impacted like what we do in meetings, like internally and with the community. And then As I talked with people after the training, I found that everyone was really interested. They all thought it was a great training. They all felt that they got a lot out of it, But many people struggled to know how to move forward. And so I think at least that initial training was kind of a good way to get people's wheels turning and to try to think about like how to incorporate civility ideas into what they do already. So it was definitely a great conversation starter.
1: I think that that point you make is important about how to move forward. Um, And I do want to talk about that. But before I do, Cynthia, is there anything you want to add about Uh, the civity partnership uh, that that you saw um, manifest? I think that
2: after the workshop um, that Jess mentioned, we did kind of take pieces and, and put it into different spaces that we found ourselves, like staff meetings or welcoming collaborative meetings. I don't know. I also put them in spaces in my personal life, like when I was with groups of friends and things like that, to get practiced and kind of master those skills. But I also had the opportunity through this last welcoming week to host a civic dinner as um, an event during welcoming week and we did a civic dinner with the staff, the university-wide staff prior to that and so Um, That was really cool because the university-wide staff all know each other. So uh, that was like fostering a different kind of conversation as the welcoming week event, which was community members that um, weren't familiar with each other. And with those civic dinners, it was kind of a hybrid actually of civity activities, um, but with a civic dinner um, theme. So the questions were really focused around belonging. But I also used the same kind of template of starting with kind of lighter questions and then digging a little deeper and deeper. Um, and also starting with like a large group and going into one-on-one and then bringing it back to the large group. So that was really cool to walk through the entire, um, it was uh, very similar to the workshop that we, uh, went through. And I've also implemented it into Y Global Connections, the program that I curated. It's a group of 12 total at this point. I'm piloting the program. And so there's six University Y students and there's six um, Sierra Leone YMCA youth. So they're smaller intimate groups and there's a lot of space to build trust and and try to create safe spaces for conversation. And so I take pieces that I learned from Civity and tweak them a little bit, um, but just kind of try to keep it going throughout the work that I'm doing
1: very cool and I want to ask you more about the civic dinners in a a moment but and I want to talk about the issues of moving forward before we do that though I wanted to see if you could share any anecdotes uh uh, you know you mentioned the civic dinner but um any anecdotes about how a civity piece may have uh altered a relationship or, or done something. So Jess, I'm wondering if you have anything you want to share.
0: One thing that happened in one of the meetings that uh, we had, there was a group coming together to talk um, about a welcoming plan that we're trying to put together for Champaign County. And they're all divided into working groups. And so one of the groups is community development. And it was a group that hadn't met before. They were coming in kind of late in the game, and we wanted to get a, a lot of work out of them in a short amount of time. And so one of the things we did at the beginning was we did um, this game. It's actually a Welcoming America game, but it it reminds me a lot of Civity Questions because um, it's called More Than One Story, and you basically hand out these cards. They have A bunch of different questions on them, and you have to just kind of tell a story prompted by the question. And so um, we took the time to do that for people to kind of open up talk more about something that wasn't work related. Um, And when one person in the group was telling a story, um, he he didn't quite end the story it was this long anecdote about him going to I think Honduras and getting there at the wrong time with his wife and not speaking Spanish and the person they were waiting for wasn't there to pick them up and they were like sitting on a curb just without money without language not knowing what to do and he kind of ended the story there and we were going to move on and someone in the group was like well wait you have to tell us more like you can't just stop um, and they didn't know each other at all. So it was like them caring about the other person's life and their story and wanting to know more. Um, and it was just really awesome to like take the time to do that and to see that other people appreciated it. I thought it made a big difference just for that like particular meeting. Um, so that's one story that comes to mind for me every time.
1: I love that, Cynthia. Anything you, that you comes to mind for you?
2: Whenever we did the civic slash Civity dinner with the Y staff, it was a really cool space because we all know each other. It's a small, a pretty relatively small staff, but it was also amidst the pandemic. And so having those intimate conversations that maybe happened passing by in the office or just asking people how they're doing was pretty sparse because we weren't seeing each other as often. Um, And so it was nice to just kind of set aside work and and just talk about ourselves and and why we are here in the Champaign-Urbana community, kind of digging into where we come from as individuals. It was centered around belonging and and um, I was kind of nervous because it, with coworkers, it's sometimes kind of difficult to to dig in and, and get personal. Um, especially in like a small group setting as well. And so that was just a really great opportunity. And the feedback from it was awesome. Um, I was kind of using them as um, guinea pigs for the welcoming week event. And so I got lots of great feedback and it wasn't just critical feedback. It was saying that they really enjoyed the opportunity to get to know their coworkers a lot better and also think about uh, where they come from and why they're doing what they're doing um, and how they got their kind of their
1: journey to the why. And how do you think that might inform the work you do down the line, like how you work with each other? I
2: think that it is very helpful because we're all very passionate in all of the different directions that we're working. Um, And so a lot of times it's easy to silo ourselves and really just hyper-focus in our our specific areas. Um, So doing little things like that are really helpful in kind of bringing us together and really unifying our group as a staff. And it's a problem that we have recognized nice, that we want to be um, working toward breaking down so that we can feel more team-like and more um, together. And so the willingness to do it was really great. And then I hope that moving forward, we will continue to kind of prioritize that space.
0: I actually think it'll even, just to add, I think it'll be really helpful for us, like at the juncture that the Y is at right now, we have a new executive director starting today. And so there's big changes coming and we, we're going to have to kind of reshape a little bit as a team and get to know new people. And so I think having some of these tools will be
1: really helpful. I want to go back to that question you said, Jess, about confusion about how to move forward. So let's dive into that a little bit about, you know, how how did you respond to that? Um, and whether or not there was a civity support for that, uh, how did you respond to that question? How did you or have you figured that
0: out. I reached out to everyone after the training and some people were really responsive with oh it was great um but I'm like too busy to think about it more right now. But some people did respond thoughtfully um and kind of very openly saying like I'm interested in this. I liked the training, like I see the value, but the particular point that I'm at in my life, I don't know how to apply it. Um one person in particular that I have in mind is someone who had recently retired from their job and then was um, tutoring people one-on-one in English, um, and so she 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 didn't really know what to do. And so we talked a little bit back and forth about um, you know just ways to have like those deeper conversations with people, maybe as like part of an English lesson. For some people, I just suggested reaching out to civity directly because I knew that they were really open to speaking with people but I actually don't know what became of those conversations after I made the connection um I don't know if they went farther I don't know if the the people took me up on reaching out to civity so yeah I guess I just kind of tried to generate a little bit more thought if I knew something about what the person did I was like oh well maybe if you did this or have you thought about applying it in this way um But it was, it was, yeah, it was just kind of hard to tell like what happened after that point.
1: I'm glad you brought that up because it is true to like, how do you capture that energy and that mentality and that mindset and direct it and channel it so that it continues to work inside the community? I think that's a, that's an important question. So I appreciate you bringing that up. Cynthia, is there anything you want to add in that space?
2: Jess was uh, involved with kind of the main contact with civity to start with. And so I wasn't holding it as much at a forefront. And I wasn't talking to the people that attended the workshop, but I've just kind of kept Civiti in my back pocket ever since starting to talk to Malka and Reba. And it's, it's really influenced. I mean, anytime I can think of an opportunity at the Y um, in the programming that I'm doing or like Y wide programming, um, I'm always trying to like figure out how it fits because it is it is kind of complicated when it comes to um, moving forward, like exactly what we're talking about. Um, and so I think that it takes intentional thought and just like constantly remembering that it's a tool that you have to kind of be embedding into everything that you're doing. Um, And I definitely understand people that are voicing that it's hard to like keep that as another thing that they have to be thinking about and inserting into the work that they're doing. I think that I've kind of been uh, lucky in that I've had the kind of creative freedom to to do that w- while curating Why Global Connections and then also um, working with a really flexible and willing staff to kind of do this activity as well. Um, and then through things like Welcoming Week, which just does a wonderful job of helping to pull together and, and encouraging an event to happen during that time. I just feel like the the places kind of naturally come with the work that I'm doing, which it may not be for everyone.
1: You know, Malka made sure to stress that um, that you reflect inclusivity and racial equity in your work. And that's come up a little bit in our conversation. And, um, you know, how do you think tools and the civity you mentioned, the welcoming week tool, how do those tools help you? achieve that or or go down the road toward achieving that?
0: For me, one thing that comes to mind is we started a new program at the Y this year through the Welcome Center called uh, Community Navigators. And so that's a group of I don't even know how many people at this point. I, I want to say around 12 volunteers from the community from three different immigrant groups. So Chinese, the Chinese community, the Latinx community, and then the Congolese community. Um, And they basically meet weekly, they get trained on um, a lot of different things that would impact their community, like immigration policy, COVID safety, the census, kind of you name it, there's probably been a training on it. And then they take that knowledge and they bring it back to their community. And they're these kind of like trusted connectors between the Y and those different communities. And so part of starting that program and forming that group is getting the group to know each other better. There's a lot of different uh, backgrounds coming together in that space, including different languages. And so um, there's been a lot of times where we've used very civity-esque activities just to get people talking, to get people to start to like understand one another better. That's one way that I see it happening in the why trying to build community across differences, to make the team stronger and then to like make the work reach farther.
1: And the civic dinner, what are your goals for it? You're planning to continue doing civic dinners?
2: Yeah, so we launched the civic dinner during welcoming week and the idea was to have it continue um, through, I was thinking ideally monthly um, through the community But I think that it has honestly transitioned a little bit more into this racial healing aspect because we were awarded um, that grant and are really shifting focus and also my time and capacity toward that space. So I think that the the topic of the conversations is going to be changed, but I am really hoping that... um, through the training and facilitation of these conversations that um, pieces of civity and the civic dinners are kind of carried through into those spaces because these spaces around racial healing are definitely ones that need to be um, transparent and um, intentionally led and um, just really authentic conversations. And I think that um, that is kind of how the the civity tool will live on through. Um, the why programming in that regard.
1: So, is there anything uh, that I didn't ask you that you th- that you want to say that you think it's important for people to know? If
2: you're struggling with how to implement civity into your work, that's okay. Like just realizing that I think that that is a common issue, but to try to dig into it anyway and just really experience the activities and and resources that civity has to offer, because it is really helpful and useful down the line um as you are are in different spaces and and not even just in a workspace for me i have definitely brought it into like familial spaces and also with groups of friends um because i really enjoy having deeper kind of below the surface conversations but um it's hard to jump into, no matter what space that you're into, and so kind of having that template of easing into it um, and really getting to know people better on an individual basis um, is really valuable. And I think kind of the point of Civity and the point of community building work, I just would really encourage people to invest in, in Civity as a resource, but also looking into other other relationship building um, intentional resources. Thank
1: you. Um, Jess, anything you'd like to add? Jumping off of what
0: Cynthia said, I was thinking back to the uh, civic dinner that she did with our staff. I was part of that, um, but just as a participant. And um, I think that every time I've been part of conversations like that, they're so beneficial, they're so enjoyable, but they could be scary if you're not ready for them. And Also, you might not get a lot out of them if you're not really willing to try. Um, So I think just in any instance where you're going to be part of something like that, or you're going to try a civity exercise, just being willing to kind of step out of your comfort zone, be vulnerable, and really try to connect with the people that you're talking to because it's so worth it. Um, But it can be scary and it can be hard. And so you do have to put in the effort to, to make it happen. Um, so, just entering those spaces with that mindset is what I would um, encourage
1: people to do. Thank you to my guests, Jess DeVries, Director of Immigrant Family Services at the Champaign Urbana University YMCA, and Cynthia Marksteller, Global Engagement Coordinator and AmeriCorps VISTA Coordinator at the Y. This is Civity, features people who are building relationships to dismantle inequities and strengthen communities grounded in respect and empathy. Civity's theme song is Common Ground, performed by Tommy Castro and the Painkillers, written by Tommy Castro and Kevin Bowe, and used courtesy of Alligator Records and Dangerous Entertainment. Thank you for listening to This is Civity. Left, right, black or white,
2: we all dream about the same things night.